Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. No, I'm not making fun of you. Jeez. Okay. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. A podcast that, let me tell you honestly, God and this truth. What? What? <laughs> You're dead if you don't listen to this. You can't live without. Can't live without. And we're it. talking about why can't we live without this podcast? Because it's about the Holy Spirit, and He is the Spirit of life. He's the Spirit of joy. He's the Spirit of hope. He's the spirit of uh, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, self-control, all of the, the all of the characteristics of the spirit are characteristics that each of us would love to have. We like look at us. No, actually, <laughs> well, yeah, Nick, we're both red. Nick, no, Nick <laughs> is even beyond red. Yeah. He's got the red top and the black bottom, which everyone knows is what Santa Claus. No, what? No. Santa what Claus is it? Isn't weird. What is it? This is Tiger Woods. Oh, you, I you get your Tiger Woods Sunday attire when you're in the lead and you're going to win the. So we're going to talk to our tribe here. Listen, last week, yes, tribe. I, it, I, I had some comments of probably <laughs> one of the best, uh, one of the best uh, uh, podcasts that we had had. Who said that? Nick. <laughs> No. no, I told you too. No. We told ourselves that last week was the best podcast no, 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 no. we ever did. I, uh, I was just texting Karina today, and she said it was a tremendous podcast. Were you really? Yeah, I swear. I'll show you. Uh, okay. Uh, the reason, uh, yeah. Well, the reason uh, I mentioned her is she gave me a question like five months ago of what would be a good topic, and that's how that topic came up, and that's what we're going to continue. Because let me tell you something. I, I learned so much, uh, not only about uh, counseling, but how to deal with problems, how to, how, how people, th- listen, the thing that gets me excited, tell me if it gets you excited, is, <clears throat> of course, we listen to our podcast uh, uh, on the week, Ron listens to it on Saturday as he's doing the yard, uh, I had a, just as a, as a, as a footnote, just, you know, I, guys, I can't oh. talk to Ron too often oh. during the week because he's really busy, <laughs> and, and so I tried texting him in the middle, I'm doing this, I, I planned this. I texted him earlier this week on Tuesday at 12.37. I'm putting this for the camera for those people to see it. It says this. You do know I have a job. <laughs> that's just, okay, 12.37 p.m. It wrong. was just a simple question, you know. That's wrong. And, and you know what? I was just asking a, a simple question. And I get that kind of. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't talk to Ron too often. But listen, Ron, what we did yesterday and what we talked about last week, what we talked about is what gets me excited, that's where I was going, uh-huh. is things that help me. But I, I get helped by listening to this podcast the second time, okay? It's actually ministering to me. So I really get excited when that's happening to me. The things that we're talking about are helping our tribe. And we ask you to spread this which, because we're on a subject that affects everybody. Last week we talked about when we need counseling okay we talked about we have the counselor in that's right mm-hmm. uh and the theme was you know you go to we're not going to use the word professional but you go to a counselor i mean first talk about what you just said you know counseling is between uh where two or more are gathered uh he is in the midst okay yeah friendship is counseling but when you go to that word and he don't like to use it but a a person that does counseling i wouldn't say professional but a person that does counseling for a living this is what they do um the word you use is stuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Quickly talk about stuck, and then I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about. Okay. So, you go to counseling. I think, I think anyone out there who's stuck knows what stuck feels like. Uh, stuck in a relationship that's not moving. Stuck in a job that's not moving. Yeah. Stuck in a 
stuck financially, stuck health-wise. I think stuck is a four-letter word. Okay. Stuck is, and people, people, I, you know what it feels like to be yes. stuck, yes. right? And I think that's, I think, I listened to the podcast, and I, that's what I loved about it. I actually thought about it all week when I'm meeting with people, was everyone, everyone who, who comes to see me is stuck one way or another. That's why you eventually go see a counselor, call it professional or whatever, or you seek some other way to do it. You go to a doctor, you try to get some meds, you, you, or you get a divorce, or you quit your job, you know, or you move, or you go to school, and you're trying to get unstuck. Yeah. Anyway, that, okay. was well, that what you wanted? Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, so that's what it was. Okay, so for those regular listeners that you know listen each week, you know, we, we get very we get very transparent, I believe, at times. I mean, sometimes I'll let a four-letter word or a five-letter word, that's not really a pretty word, come out. I've talked about infidelity on my side. I mean, whatever the spirit leads, I don't care. If I believe it's, it's, it's right for the tribe to hear, that's what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to be a little bit transparent. Well, it's not a big deal because I think a lot of people believe what I'm going to say. Maybe not. Maybe I'm the only one. I need to start like that. Everyone said, no, I don't think like that, Nick. Well, I'm the only one. I don't care. Here it is. You said trauma is a big deal, okay, in our last podcast. Trauma is a big deal talking about trauma. I got to tell you, when you said that, and I'm not telling the full truth. When you had told me that several months ago that you were doing this thing on trauma, and it's because of my ignorance, okay? Everything is because of my ignorance, and I haven't been exposed to what the word trauma. But when I think of trauma, we have a level one trauma center here in Norfolk General Hospital, which is in Norfolk. We have the thing called Nightingale. It's a helicopter, and it takes people from all over the state of Virginia, bringing them to the level one trauma center because of whatever. It's a serious situation. It's trauma. My daughter works in the ICU. She sees a lot of trauma coming from the from the emergency room up to the ICU. Trauma. So I'm sitting there going, trauma. I mean, I, that I I get I get what trauma means in in the medical uh, uh, world. World. Yeah. What the heck are you talking about now? I'm a and I'm gonna be honest again. I I really still don't really understand the word because I'm so prejudiced on how I see what trauma is. But you said last week that uh, your boss suggested that you take whatever it was, a course, a class, or a program about trauma, and you changed your opinion about trauma, because I don't know if you said this, but maybe you were a little tainted by the word too, uh, before you, uh, or didn't understand what what trauma actually meant in the, in the counseling. Hmm thing so and you see a lot of people and i know you're not going to divulge stories and all that that can affect someone but what what does trauma mean you're talking to the people here what does it mean when you experience trauma you know that's very interesting you said you just made me because here's what here's what we all do as soon as we get educated about something we 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 tend to forget how how ignorant we were and then we start acting like, oh, of course, I've always understood. That's the truth. You know, I've always talked about trauma. I've always, and, and I always knew about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, always, yeah. And so I'm glad that you said that because said tr- what? Well, about about it just kind of rung my bell. Like maybe six eight months ago, before I I, I did actually uh, one of our tribe one of our tribe members, Karina, suggested that I do this online uh, trauma training. 
which was also something that my boss at Hopewell, my friend Kron, had, had said to me I should look into because trauma, you know, trauma, trauma, trauma. Yeah. And I told you, and I said, I said on, on the podcast, I said, I'm a contrarian. And when everyone starts talking about, well, trauma this and trauma, like years ago it was Enneagram. Let's all talk about the Enneagram. What's your Enneagram number? And I told, you know, I said, look, I'm going to make that into a drinking game. I'm tired of hearing about the freaking Enneagram. I don't want to know what your number is. I hate it. Because I'm a contrarian. I, I, I'll go the opposite direction. I won't look where you tell me to look. It's just part of my, I don't know, probably part of my trauma. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, and you know that. You've known me all my life and yeah. how contrary yeah. I am. Um, and, and maybe it is part of your trauma. It, I mean, that wasn't just a sideline. I mean, maybe yeah, it is. May, maybe it is. It's worth thinking about. Anyway, go ahead. about, I'm going to go a year ago now. It's probably a year ago. I did I did an online training uh, by a guy named Gabor Mate, Mate, uh, Gabor Mate. It's the, he, he, was, he wrote a new book, and these guys do these, these, you know, online seminars. And it was, I think it's called The Myth of Normal. Uh, and so I sit and I listen to this this talk about trauma, and I really got recalibrated okay. about it. And so you talked about you know we have a uh, what do you call it level one trauma tra- trauma center here, which means very severe, um, and and very intense care for very severe injury, right? Which is what most people think about when you think about trauma can, can i stop you real yeah, quick go ahead okay listen whatever you're going to say now i just want to focus you on this one thing that i want the reason i brought this up is i want people when you start explaining whatever you're going to say i want you to talk to the people and see have them ask the question have they experienced possibly trauma that was the point of this uh, and as i listen to what you're going to say i'm going to be reflecting even on my own life because if you were to tell me if i've experienced trauma i'll say no no so here it goes yeah, uh, I'm that's, sorry to interrupt you on well, that. Well, that's the that's the thing. The the thing is like a, when I realized what what Matei said, and I'm going to use that pronunciation. What Matei said about about trauma was that it is the thing that that you experience psychologically that prevents you from feeling safe to be yourself. That that's trauma. That that anything that you've experienced that has caused you to feel unsafe the inability to be yourself is his definition of trauma or loosely i think loosely that's a loose definition of trauma and then and, and there there are other there are other people who probably have more refined but i think that's a pretty good definition and what i realize and this is what's funny about all the modern psychology about trauma is this trauma is just a description of sin what we would call sin but the, the modern psychologists won't use the word sin. They won't use the word God. They won't, even though if you read Matei's book, uh, The Myth of Normal, he capitalizes the word nature all the time. Nature, capital N, nature, you know, and which is a way of talking about God without talking without, about yeah, God. Sure. Yeah. Um, and trauma is a way of talking about sin without talking about sin because sin is the thing from the beginning that cut us off from being ourselves. Like when the original choice was, 
uh, do do you want to live? Do you want to have life? Eat off the tree of life, or do you want to do you want to take control of your life, and do you want to be in charge of your life and eat off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? And then that that choice is made, and immediately what happens is it's all up to you to define yourself, and you you're cut off from God. Originally, cut off from God means this: How are you supposed to figure out who you are on your own in this world? Maybe this is getting too convoluted, but. But the, the truth of the matter is, it is God's world. It either is or it isn't. If it's God's world, then you have to get to God in order to, for him to tell you who you okay, are. Okay, so a lot of ways you know who you are in this world are what? By what your coworker, your spouse, your friends, your parents. Well, that's what happens. The TV, the media, whatever. Culture. Right, culture. There are a lot of ways to be, okay. to be given an identity. That is not who you are, though. Well, how, no, it's not a complete, it's an incomplete identity and it's an unsafe identity because it can be taken away from you. Let, let's, let's talk about even, wow. even this. Let's say you're a mom or a dad and you have kids, and which is a high identity. That's, that's a high identity, being a mom or a dad. Guess what? I can, I can take you to court as your spouse and I can sue you out of your identity. I can, I can take half of it away from you. I can take three quarters. As a matter of fact, I could go to court and get full custody over your children. And now, you're not a dad anymore, at least not in the way you were. Right, right. I've sued you out of it. I've gone into a court, and you've come out with less of an identity. So you see how that works? Like That's sure. an unsafe identity, period. And so when, they, when I started learning about trauma and started to say, okay, well, where are the different ways that, that these these unsafe identities or these being unsafe to be yourself is it's it's a natural feature of being a human you you are unsafe and i don't care who your mom and dad are i don't care what your home was like i don't care whether they were alcoholics or whether they were the the you know pillars of the assembly in the church and and they and they really were like home and interest right, right. like not not faking it out or yeah, anything yeah. it's still unsafe because they really don't know who you are they don't as your parents because they really don't know who they are. Even even in your relationship with God, like we talk about, how long has it taken for you to realize like who you are? When I first met you, 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 were, you were Nick that owned Orpax. You hadn't been on vacation in 30 years. Now, that tells me something about who you think you are. Right? right? Yeah. Okay. So, and you could say the same thing about, well, you were Ron who thought he was a pastor. I, I, I got it. You see, and it's taken a long time to become ourselves. So in the process of doing that, we have kids, and our kids in our home, and we're trying to help them figure out who they are. But a lot of times, and I think you would confess this, I will confess it, like I tried to tell my kids who they were, and I wasn't sure who they were. Wow. So, so there's trauma involved in that. And then there's, that is maybe an indiscreet trauma, but discreet trauma could be, well, you're an alcoholic and you beat your kids. Or you, uh, you're uh, an alcoholic and you neglect your kids. That's trauma. Because all of that's like unsafe and devaluing, right? So you have to start out with this idea, I think. Trauma, get, your, uh, get out of your head the idea that like you, you cut your arm off in a, okay. in a farm that's accident. That's what I want to hear. It's yeah. not that. It's, it, it doesn't have to be it something. Doesn't, right. Well, it's like, obvious you're an alcoholic, you beat your kids. Okay, got it. Obviously, got it. having your arm cut off is yeah, a form of correct. trauma that has psychological trauma. I want to know about the, yes. But the steady drip, drip, drip of, of unsafe 
unsafe identity or vulnerable identity, it accumulates. It accumulates and it makes you feel, depending on what kind of person you are, you get anxious, you get depressed, you can bounce up and down between bipolar, you know, I'm anxious, then I'm depressed, and I'm anxious, then I'm depressed. Um, And it also loads onto you, into your body, but because it's stressful, and then those things create their own breakdown. Look, this is all connected. A really good book that people should read that's hard to read for lay people is The Body Keeps the Score. It's a great book about about what happens both in discrete trauma and then the steady drip, drip, drip of uncertainty, which is also something that Kierkegaard would talk about. He like I don't want you to get all fancy pants, but he's the father of existentialism. And what that guy was basically saying is, you not knowing who you are is a steady drip of anxiety. He called it angst. You have a life angst. Like, I don't really know who I am. And he, would, and he said, you, you try to become a self outside of the presence of God is the source of all of your distress, which is a long, a time, long ago guy talking about what Gabor Mate is talking about outside the presence of God. He actually is talking about trying to solve trauma without bringing you into a relationship with God is ridiculous. That's why he keeps capitalizing the word nature because he keeps saying nature, nature, wow. nature. So we end up with this. Okay, if I could get you, mainly psychiatrists and psychologists or, and counselors in the secular world are just trying to get the dysfunction out of you. Like, okay, be less depressed, be less anxious, you know, get your bipolar under control, all those things. But if I got all that out of your life for 10 seconds and you didn't know who you were, you would immediately be traumatized again because there's someone coming along that's going to try to define you again. And as soon as they give you a definition, it's, unless it's from God, it's going to be an indefensible identity that can be taken away, can be sued out of you. Could be, you could just die. <laughs> like, you, you, cancer will take it from you. Oh, my God. Um, cancer can't take away my primary identity or yours high blood pressure heart attack I I can't lose my primary identity I don't have to be scared which goes to what Jamie Winship talks about in in his book Living Fearless also is like live fearlessly what is living fearlessly it's living with it it's living with an indelible identity you cannot put a hole in it and and okay so let me I'll land and I want you to like go ahead I want you to ask whatever questions are on your mind because here's, here's the thing I think. Okay, so you're traumatized by not knowing who you are. That happens to every single person. You're born for God. You don't have a relationship with God. Eventually, you come into a relationship with God. You start to learn you're a son or a daughter of God. Your identity becomes more and more solid. So you're working out the, the trauma of devaluing and misidentification. Okay? Um, now... What you, what you have to do is just acknowledge that that's true, which is part of becoming saved, sure. becoming a Christian, is acknowledging that you, belong, you, you were made for God. Then living out of that identity is the most joyful way to live, right? So the trauma, the trauma that we're facing is about not knowing who we are, and the, the resolution is to repent, to change the way that you think, which is what the Bible's been talking about all along. You see how this works out in your life? No, I, I, I get it. I think this is really, really helpful for people 
that are listening to this uh, that correct me if I'm wrong that what you're saying is most of us if not all of us have experienced some sort of trauma there's no avoiding it there's no avoiding it you were born you were born in a traumatized world you were born into a home even the best home where your full identity was not known and if if your parents knew it say they said well you're you are a child of God they don't know what kind of child of God you are okay and here's the here's the bottom line you didn't know you were a child of God you were born for God without God that's trauma and it's the original sin it's the original brokenness you could call it death you could call it you know and it is it's death it's pro- I, I just proved it give me an identity that this world can't take away from you mm. besides being a child of God there's there is no identity and I tell you what if you're if you're paying half attention at all in the world that should scare you to death okay you, you don't have a name that can't be removed. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's, there's great stuff there.